Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. How many excited about the Word of God? Now, obviously, it's Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. You should be excited. Some of you are like, no, I'm not excited. We'll get excited because guess why? It's about love. Amen. And I think what I want to talk to you today, this morning was really funny. I'm just going to be practical talking to you about what does it mean to walk in love? We hear so much teaching about love. What is love? How does love work? What's love look like? And you get into all this love stuff. And sometimes what happens is people are like, well, how do I walk in love? What does walking in love look like? What does walking in love sound like? Now, this is where I, I usually start this stuff because I got to get you to understand something before we even go, okay? Now, I really want you to stay with me. I'm going to knock this thing out so I can get you guys going. All right. Jesus shows up in John 13. He knows it's like the last supper. It's over. He's getting ready to go. He's like on his deathbed and he's getting ready to check out of the earth. And he says those words in John chapter 13. He says, listen, guys, here's the thing I want to leave you with. I want to leave you with the message of love because I think it's the greatest message I can give you. And he says this. He says, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go love them with the love that I gave you. And by this, all John, it's like John 13, 34, 35, you can go home and read it. It says this, and by this, all men will know that you are my disciple. So Jesus on his deathbed, he's getting ready to check out. Some of you been there with a loved one, and I don't want to bring up an area like that. Some of you got a chance to do that. Some of you didn't, and I understand. But somebody got you in a moment in life where they were really serious. Now picture Jesus at last minute, it's on the earth, he's getting ready to go home. He knows it's over, he knows it's waiting for him tomorrow, and he goes, look, I want you guys to meet with me. We're having the last supper. Let's sit down and let me tell you what the most important thing you need to remember because you've been with me for a while, but I'm getting ready to leave. And there's one thing, come on, you're not going to talk about a ball game. You're not going to screw around about stupid stuff. You're not going to be talking about nonsense. I'm getting ready to leave. And as I'm getting ready to leave, I'm going to tell you the most important thing I think I need to leave you with. And it's this, you guys need to love people with the love that I gave you. And that's going to be up to you whether you're going to do it. And he left it with him. And he said, love them with the love that I gave you. Now, here's the side about this. Now, this is deep. It, God helped me with this. And it's deep like this because nobody really understands what he was really saying until you rip it apart. Because you got to remember something about Jesus. Jesus said, I left them with what you gave me. That's the testimony I want when I go to heaven. I really do, man. I want to I walk in the pearly gate. I, uh, great. That's great. Well done, good and faithful source. Let's pray to God we all hear that. But I want to tell God, I left them with what you gave me. I didn't bring nothing into heaven with me. I left it. I left it in the earth. And Jesus said that. He said, look, he told his father, he said, I gave them what you gave me. Now watch this. I've told you this a lot, but you better master it because if you don't master it, you're not going to get good at it. You got to learn the man side and the God side of something. Otherwise, this thing's impossible. And I use that terminology really, really, it's impossible to love people if you don't see the God side first. Because you're going to love humanly, you're going to love emotionally, and you're going to love with an epitome that's not really based in the gospel, but based on performance. You're going to love people the way they love you and not the way that God said to love them. He said, you love them with the love I gave you. I'm saved real early, and God goes, you got to reap what you sow, he goes like this to me, right? I thought, he goes, you, gotta, you have to son. He goes, son, sow what you reaped. I said, ah, that's wrong. I got that scripture wrong. I knew enough to know. I said, no, you reap what you sow. He goes, no, I want you to sow what you reap. 
I said, I don't understand what you're saying. He goes, well, how much love did I give you when you didn't deserve it? Then you give them that love because you got to learn the God side first before you ever figure out the man side. Because if I look at the man side, man and woman, woman and man, man, whatever it is, don't make no difference. I'm going to love you with human love, and that's going to be funny because it's like, you, how'd you do with me? That's how I'm going to do to you. How'd you do with me? Come on. It's, 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 it's finicky. It's fickle. It's, a, it's, it's temperamental. It does, it's touchy, that kind of love. That love's garbage. It's human. You know what I'm saying? It loves you when you do right, and when you don't do right, it don't love you no more. Not God's love. God's love stays the same and gives you what you don't deserve. Now, here's the thing. I can't love with that. No, duh. That's why he gave you agape and gave you the grace to do it. He didn't tell you love him with your love. That's the first mistake you're making. He said the love of God is shed abroad in your heart. You go love them with the love I gave you. So he gave me his love to go love you with. So what you really holding back if you don't love people with that? You're holding back his love because you want to be selfish and what? Not let yours get involved. You got to. Now, listen, this is not about you being somebody that gets trampled on and you got to go back to somewhere. No, no, no. That ain't it. Love is powerful. But you got to love with God's love and you got to start walking in love. And what is walking in love? So I'm just going to give you a couple quick points. But we, I got a whole series on love. Go, go get it. Go download that stuff. Put it in your What is love? Man, Kenneth Hagin, I tell you what, Kenneth Hagin, Dr. Norville, I watched those guys. I watched Brother Norville real close. He never really walked out of love. I never seen him walk out of love all the while I was with him. It's pretty good testimony. Pastor Hagen said this, and he was probably 60s. He said, I never seen my father, Kenneth Hagen, walk out of love a day in his life. That's it. My kids ain't got that testimony. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm not proud about that either. <laughs> yeah, my kid, Gigi got on me the other day. She goes, Daddy, I'm going to make you a shirt. I said, you going to make me a shirt? Ain't that cute? I said, she got a cricket. You know what a cricket is? I thought it was animals. I said, we don't need another animal in this house. A cricket, it's a T-shirt making thing, you know? She goes, you're, 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 I said, well, what's my shirt going to say? I'm thinking, number one dad. She goes, no, she goes like this. And goes, get out of my way, you bozo. <laughs> I got a little bit of a foot, you know, I like pressing the gas a little bit. Now I make a little bit of noise. Dennis, I'm ready for NASCAR. Hell, I said, I said what'd you say? She said, yeah, get out of my way, you bozo. Get out of my way, you bo dumb dumb or something. She had a, she had a couple of a schmo. Get out of my way, you schmo. That's another one, too. I use schmo all the time. Well, that public's parking lot's like bumper cars if you ain't paying attention in there. How many of you go to that public shop? How many of you go shopping? You know, right? Ain't that fun? I just sit back and watch. I said, watch. Somebody in here about ready to do a wheelie in about a minute. Watch. They beep, beep. I'm like real cool. You know, get out. Look at this. Look at this joker. I got joker, schmo. I got a bunch of names. My kids all know them. They're not cuss words, though. So praise be to God. <laughs> I'm doing good. Some of you ain't doing that good, so don't look at me with them eyes of condemnation. All right? You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is like, I'm like, wow, I'm really rubbing off on people. Probably not in a good way, you know? <laughs> I thought I was the greatest dad in the world. No, get out of my way, you schmo. All right, well, hey, hallelujah. At least I'm teaching her. Think about that like when boys show up. Yes. Amen. Come on. I'm just lighting up. Will you have some fun? Glory to God. It's Valentine's Day. Come on. Listen, here we go. Ready? So here's my question to you. Everybody, everything, everything going on, we all got this thing. We got to discover and think about love. What's it look like? What's it sound like? How do I fashion it? How do I keep me out of the pain of not walking in it? What am I going to do? Look at Romans 12, 1 and 2. It talks about this in the passion. It says, beloved friends, I want you to see this. We have to reprogram ourselves. Are you guys okay with this? You have to reprogram yourself to the love of God, otherwise you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. Watch this. Write this down. 
Love must be learned. No one you know has shown you how to do it. There's only one example of it. It's Jesus. So human people, this is what happens. They're like, ooh, I learned it, but I'm going to do Nah, 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 nah. Because what that does, it leaves too much margin. Uh, you didn't do it, so I ain't got to do it because you, nah, 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 nah. Stop being a hypocrite. All those people, I don't got to tell your kid you're hypocrites. You're a hypocrite. Tell those people, shut up. Listen, your only example of life is Jesus. You look at Jesus and go, me and Jesus, and now I got to reflect what he looks like. That's the only, not the person sitting next to you in the row. Your example of love is Jesus. And let me tell you, if you're going to love, it's going to cost you something. You're going to have to go out of your way. It's going to be painful. It isn't going to be pleasant. It isn't going to be easy. That's why he didn't expect you to do it in human love. He said, I'm giving you my love. Don't you hold it back from mankind. You can got the grace for it. But here's the thing, too. I'm not talking about being, well, you know, I'm supposed to stay in a bad situation because love. Nah, love don't stay in a bad situation. Yeah, don't be, don't be trying to pull this nonsense. No control, none of this nonsense. Love, love like God's love would never leave you in a place that's not good for you. You lose that stuff because people say, well, you do love me. You got, no, nah, I ain't even talking about tolerating nonsense. I'm talking about loving with God's love. So, you know what? I'm talking about loving with the kind of love that in nonsense you don't get offended. It's the good stuff. Okay, so I'm gonna give you this. We've got that scripture popping up there. It says this. It says, friends, what should be our proper response to God's love, marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness. Praise the Lord. Holiness is just Christ-likeness. Experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Now, if you want to worship God, you got to be this. Now, watch this. Two pulls you really in. Pull this up. You're like, stop imitating these opinions and cultures and the ideals of these people that don't know what's going on. Be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit. Transform the way you think. You got to transform your way you think to love. You got to be a person of love that thinks like love would think. So I'm going to give you four quick areas where they work. I think they're good. If you don't like them, all well, get over it. Come on. I'm going to show you the best place to find this. Write this down. First Corinthians. Can we do this? Let them see. Let's go quick through this. They, they got to see First Corinthians 13. First Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 in the Amplified Classic. You got to find it. Just write it right down. You got to write these down. Write down Amplified, A-M-P-C, 13, 1 Corinthians 13. Man, this is love at its best. So write them down. You got it? You go home and read this. You, start, you got a problem with walking in love? You read this every day? I didn't know what it was. Pop this up there. Let's rip through this quick if we could because we got time. You doing all right? Watch. Now, check this out now. This is what love is. Amplified over expounds. It amplifies. Right? That's what they call it. Amplified. Now, I'm not that smart, but well, come on, somebody. <laughs> Listen to this. You ready? Now, cur cur curl your toes up. <laughs> curl up quick. Guys, you're going to get in trouble. Amen? It's going to be okay, though. I promise. Amen? Look at this. Love endures long. All right. I'm out already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out already, bro. Endure long. How long are you going to take you straighten up? Okay. Y'all lying in church again. I might have to sit down for this one. Anybody got room? Okay. Right. Love endures long and is what? Patient. I've, I'm, I'm so failed, I got to go home. Are you patient? I'm not patient. I hate patience. That's a fruit I don't need to develop. There's certain fruits I need. How many like like grapefruit? I don't care if I ever never ate another grapefruit a day in my life. 
I don't need that fruit. Patience is like grapefruit. <laughs> yeah? Right, it's like, well, I'll get that later. You know when I want to get patience? When I'm about 80. Things slow down, you're not moving as fast, easy. Calm down on my over 80, right? Hey, I can be patient now. Oh, good. I don't I care less about traffic. I got nowhere to go all day. Where am I going? Come on, eh? I'm happy now. No, love and no, you don't get to get the fruit when you want to get the fruit. You got to develop the fruit every day of your life. Hello? Love endures long. It is patient. Okay, I'm two for two. I'm not really pulling this off. Kind, eh, it depends what day you catch me. Love is never envious, nor boils over. It isn't jealous, isn't boastful, doesn't make, does not display itself heartily. That's acting like a juge, okay? Break that down. You're acting a little juchy today. Okay, go. Now, that's what love looks like. It gets worse. It's not conceited, okay? Not arrogant, okay? Not inflated with pride. I'm all right. It's not rude. All right, okay? Maybe once in a while I could be a little bit. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> Number one, Mom. And what? It's not rude on it. Does not act unbecoming. Love, God's love in it, does not insist on its own rights or its own. Oh, man. It, it's going to get worse. That's what the God's love is. Well, why are we going this way? Well, that's the way I want to go. Why can't we go the other way? Because that's not the way I want to go. And all the guys said, amen. Oh, it's worse. It gets really bad towards the middle of this thing. This, you thought this was over? Psh, watch. Five, six, seven, eight, you're going to get in trouble. It, okay, I'm, I don't care, self-seeking, whatever. It's not touchy or fretful. Or res- <laughs> And all the ladies said, amen. It, this was a big. It does not account of evil done to it and pays no attention to a suffered wrong. All you ladies better say amen loud. She can remember things from 1923. She wasn't even born. I don't need Google. I got a wife. She knows everything. You guys are all, you know, you're all a bunch of babies. You know why? Because you know it's Valentine's and you want to kiss later. That's why you're not laughing. She can remember stuff. What? She, and you don't think she's about it? And I know my mother's watching. You're worse than her. And you're not here to defend yourself. Can you could tell me stuff? She's probably there. Caption all you want. I don't care. You can't, I'm untouchable. You can't see me. You're even worse than her because you got stuff from six and up. I don't know how they do it. They remember every, I don't even remember last week. They remember, oh, remember you did this? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like an out-of-body experience. They know every, they will tell you. All right. Yeah, laugh now. You'll laugh now, newlywed. You better be careful what you say. Right, right. Right, right, right. right. Go back to five. It's agonizing. Let's just stay there for a minute. It's not touchy. It's not fretful. Yeah, I wish to God the thing would break today. It doesn't break when you need it to break, right? It takes no account of evil done to it and pays no attention to a suffer wrong. Come on, you're telling me you're not touchy when somebody walks out of love? Oh, my God, give me a break. You got the whole story figured out. What, does not remember? I, I know what I'm saying. It's like, hey, you know what? God forgot about this thing. You should too. Bad idea. Come on, right? No, I want to tell you where you hurt me. Love doesn't stay there long. Let me tell you what this did to me. Love doesn't really stay there long. Love doesn't really give you too much emotional response, even though we think love is an emotion. Love is not. It's a choice. See, God's love isn't an emotion. Human love is an emotion. God's love is a choice. 
It has a connection to feelings, but it doesn't let feelings be its connection. See, human love goes, hey, we got the feeling, so that means we love. No, God's love's got no feeling. It's got the act of love, and then the feelings will catch up. Come on, guys. What's love got to do? Woo! Who needs a heart? Come on. Can be broken. We're playing it. You better find it before the day's over. We're playing it. They told me they can't. If I want it, we can do it. Hallelujah. Tina, you got to have a heart. We all got to. Come on. Tina Turner, right? She, she could do it now. Come on. Look, he's right. Keep going. It does not rejoice in injustice. You did go. <laughs> go back to six. You did good, Angela. Angela, I've been working you too hard today. It does not rejoice in injustice or unrighteousness. Oh, my God. I'm bad at that because I got a little bit of New Jersey spitefulness. Don't you? It might be a kingdom characteristic. You know what it is? It's, it's our family, the family of relevant. <laughs> it's not a, just a kingdom characteristic. It's a family thing. We are the family. We're a little tough. Come on, you know what I'm saying? You got another song for me. I like it. You know, we're a little tough. We got a little, we got a little toughness to us. You know, we're relevant. You know what I mean? Carl, Brother Carl one time went to play basketball, so he was popping off at the mouth, and Brother Carl said this, and he said, he's about ready to get revelized. I said, oh, God, hallelujah. Brother Carl got it straight. The guy was cursing a little too much with the kids, and he said, you're about ready to get revelized. I said, I like that. That could be T-shirts. Don't get revelized. What was he saying? Keep your character together when you're around the relevant family. We have a little fighterness in us that we're going to, you know, and sometimes when people come against us, it's kind of nice when they're wrong. <laughs> and I got to be honest, I kind of rejoice when they're wrong. I just don't do it publicly. <laughs> you know, I got the one preacher one time in town. He's like, well, you know, guys like you come and go. I said, we'll come back in 10 years. We'll see if I'm still here. I'm still here and he's gone. I kind of like that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I kind of like to be a survivor. <laughs> I kind of like to be right. you know. <laughs> and when I'm right, when it comes to God, I'm really get excited about it. And I like to let it, the other person know it. <laughs> like, told you so. Amen. You know, not in a bad way. I'd like to maybe have a parade. Nothing big. Just saw, like, told you so, told you so, told you so. That's, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't rejoice when these things show up. You can't, you can't even get excited. You can't even smile about it. You got to repent, really. Is what you, it's miserable. Love is miserable. Like, like, I'm doing good, and I do the right thing, and then, and then these evil people come out of nowhere and talk all this junk, and then they attack you, and then you, you, you resist it and try to act right, and then everything in the end is found out that they were wrong, and now you can't even gloat. You got to pray for yourself. You know, I'm, can, are, you, are, you guys, are any of you guys getting this? Am I preaching myself? So now wait a minute. I was doing the right thing. You all talked about me. Now I got to be nice and pray for you. What, God? Pray. Well, that's when it said pray for them that curse you. See, this was cute until somebody started cussing you out. This was cute until somebody started despitefully using you. This is all cute. You're all, you're all love walkers. You're all love walking, all love talking. You're all lovers until drama shows up. Bless them that cuss you. I'm like... Punch them in the face that cost me and pray for repentance later. How about that, God? No, no, you got it wrong. Pray for them. Pray for the losers that are cussing me out. Yes. And then when we find out they were losers, you can't get excited about it. You, now you got to pray for you for being happy. 
that the people that cussed me out were wrong. This is crazy. I need therapy. God goes, no, you need to love people with the love I love because when I was telling them I was Christ, they were hanging me. They were crucifying me. They were beating me. And y'all want the bonus package. Now, here's the love package. And then everybody goes, well, God is love. They don't even know what they're talking about. They should shut up. Because we got to know what love is before we start peddling this love as some sloppy cover-up for man's inability to really speak the truth. Okay, done. Now we got it, right? So let's build the characteristics. I didn't tell you it's easy, but he never told you to do it in human ability. He said, here's my ability to do it. That's what makes it gifting. He gave you his love and go share it. Who am I to hold back what he gave me? Amen. Give it away. Give it away. Come on, what do we got to sow? What we reaped. Give it away. So here you go. Four areas I'm going to be quick about. I'm going to want to keep you all day. Where do I get this thing working right? Number one, you got to walk in love with your words. When you're under pressure, watch what you say. Man, whoever said sticks and stones will break my bones, words will never hurt me. Liar, liar, pants on fire is what you should have said. Words will destroy you. Bones will heal. Words will stay with you forever. I've seen people living 40 years later with words somebody spoke over them decades ago, and they're still carrying those words. Let me let you in on a secret. Don't let stupid people, I don't care if you're your mother, you understand me? Did he just call my mother stupid? Yeah, I, I did. Don't let stupid people label you in a moment of time, and you carry it the rest of your life. You ain't going to be nothing. Be cushy. She don't know you. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about your mama in a weird way. You understand what I'm saying? But somebody labeled you that you held in regard and esteem, and now you got this name with you the rest of your life, and you're going to believe these nitwits? They, they're disqualified. The word of God is the only qualifier. You stop believing what they said. They don't know nothing. I had a guy show up, you know? Guy showed up, business guy showed up at the house the other day. He was doing something for me. He's like, my, my teacher in school told me I never amount to nothing. I said, well, praise God, you did pretty good, buddy. He goes, I did. And you know what I said? I said, I had a guy one time tell me the same thing. I was in shop class. He said, you're, you know, you're a bad seed. He didn't realize it, what he was trying to say to me. He said, you're a bad seed. He said, Sarno, you're a bad seed, because I was driving him up a wall. <laughs> oh, I was a mess. <laughs> my, mom, all you moms with kids that don't pay attention to school, God bless you. You'll be all right. He's probably going to be a preacher if he's getting offline. Uh, I, was in I lived in detention. Oh, my God. I had a professional spot in detention. Poof. I had this guy named Ralph Rossi. He was teaching me carpentry. Hated me, man. Oh, he used to wear me out. I said, where's the power tools? He said, you ain't touching nothing. I said, oh, God. And I got in detention. And he was mean about it, too, because I used to have to take the bus, you know, because they bust us in. We went to trade school. The, 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 the Mason teacher, he liked me. Because he was a nicer guy. This other guy just hit me with dowels. My God, these guys should have went to prison. They were smacking me with dowels. Oh, God. He told me one time, I said, you want, Sarno, let's have a sword fight. He said, get your dowel. I said, praise God, let's go, bro. I'm going to whack this dude in the back of the head. He goes, well, we got to touch swords before we fight. I said, okay. I put my hand like this. We touched it. He took that dowel and went, bam, smacked me so hard on my thumb. I thought he broke my finger. He goes, fight's over. He got me a little joker. I said, man, all right, bro. But it was funny. It was school. I, I, I deserved it. So, I just, so yeah, I'm in detention. Every Mike, I lived in detention. The bus used to leave. He goes, Sarno, what bus is yours? I go, that one right there, number seven. He said, wave to it. And it was leaving. <laughs> Bye, bus. He goes, okay, as soon as the bus pulled out, Donnie, he said, now you can go home. I said, man, I got to call my mom. Man, she's going to be so mad. And then I got a buddy that had a car. <laughs> you know what I told him the next time he put me in detention? I said, hey, Ralph. 
<laughs> he said, what you call me? I said, Ralph. There goes my bus. You want me to wave to it? He said, Arnold, you going to stay in detention for a year? I said, I don't care. I got to ride. <laughs> I hated me, but it was good, though. We worked it out in the end. I deserved it. Praise the Lord. I don't know how we got on that. I should have been walking in love. He should have probably walked in love with me first, though. All right, next. <laughs> what do I got to do? I tell you these stories. They're funny. Remember them. Right, man? Look, there's hope for your kids. What was that all about? There's hope for your kid if he's, you know, bouncing off the wall. They're going to be preachers. Probably prophets of God. Don't worry about it. All right. Anyway, write that down. What do I got to do? Number one, I got to watch my mouth. Watch your words, and number one thing about your words is when pressure shows up, you're dangerous. There's no telling what you'll say when pressure shows up, so don't say anything sometimes. when Listen to me. When pressure shows up, you're better off being silent. Look at this scripture I found in, in James. There's a problem with pressure. It, I remember something. it comes to get you to say something wrong about your destiny, and then it'll hold you to it even though it was a pressure moment. See, the devil just wants words. Let me tell you, your whole life is a battle of words, and the enemy knows if he's got too many about what's negative in your life, he can hold you to it. He said he watches over your word to perform it. God, the enemy watches over your mouth to what? Destroy you. He does, man. So don't say it. You better off just sitting there going, I ain't saying nothing, because if I say something right now, it's going to be worse than cussing. What? We fall in many areas, especially with our words, man. Now, I just said if you can, word, if you can watch your mouth, you can bridle your whole life. So you see this? We fail in many areas. Okay, we all do. Just chill. We're going to get better at it, though. It's okay. All right, watch this, right? How many, man, how many, right? The mouth? He said, that thing will light hell on fire. That thing crazy. Look, but especially with words. If we're able to bridle our words, we're able or powerful enough to control ourselves in every way. Ain't that good? Now watch this. You know what I tell the kids? I said, if you can't hush your mouth, I, I can't expect you to control your body. You know what I'm saying? You got that teenager, oh, blah, 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 blah. No. Your mouth, let me tell you, girls, boys, I don't care how old you are, dating all you people, you watch what's coming out their mouth because their body's going where their mouth's already been. It's a law. It's a principle. It's a kingdom principle. Your mouth, your body, your body only goes where your mouth puts it. It's a law. You see that? So says, oh, you know, they just talk like that. I don't care. They, they talk like that, their body's going to get there. Yes, God's on truth. It's a law. You didn't know that? That's why we're getting confession and meditation, all that stuff. I'm going to break it down. You got to go, though. I'm keeping you here all day. I got five minutes. Yeah, if we were able to bridle our words, we say we are powerful enough to control ourselves in every way, that means what? That means our whole character is mature and fully developed. So if you can get your mouth right, you got a mature, fully developed individual. Watch your mouth. Pressure shows up. How do I walk in love? Man, I sometimes don't say nothing. Just don't. You're better off not saying nothing. Watch your mouth. Here's another one. Write this down. How do I walk in love? Watch your words. How many of you are starting to watch your words even more? Jesus said either make the tree good or his fruit good or make the tree corrupt or his fruit corrupt. A tree is known by its fruit. That's, Mark, that's Matthew 12, right? He said, out of the abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. So you're known by your fruit. Yeah, God knows my heart. God knows your words and actions. I'm giving this heart business. What's in your heart is coming out your mouth sooner or later. Come on, smile on you, brother. Let us love one another. Come on, right? Did you get that? Watch your mouth, too. Write this down, too. Stop complaining, man. Be grateful. Stop being a complainer. Complaining is this. Complaining usually happens in the wake of negative situations. Complaining means a law, a law, a, 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 it's a, it's a, it's your focus is out of control. 
That's what happens when you start complaining. My focus isn't right, okay? Watch, this is important to realize this. You got to be careful you don't complain. Rather than complain, calm down and rightly evaluate the situation. How many complain too much? Now listen, well, this is going to get bad. <laughs> All the ladies just know I love you because I'm going to start with you. Go to Proverbs 27, 15. This is going to be bad, but you're going to be better off for it in the end. And all you guys, just be quiet and look straight and don't say nothing. Endless drip, drip, drip from a leaky faucet. <laughs> you dudes owe me one. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. Listen, you dudes owe me one. I'm going to take it on the chin. You just look straight ahead and I don't even know what he's talking about. Just go like this. I, I, I have no idea. Just go like this. Pastor Chris is off. You know, he's, he's, he's not right. Thank you. I don't, he's, I think, uh, something happened. He's, he was better last year. I don't know. <laughs> Just look straight ahead and don't nod. Don't, you flinch, bro. You're gonna, it's Valentine's Day. If you flinch, I'm not your problem anymore. <laughs> just sit still and just, uh, if you guys can ever stay focused, start right now. Straight ahead. And don't look, don't nod, don't agree. Don't say amen. Okay? An endless drip, drip from a leaky faucet and the words of a crank and the words of a cranky nagging wife have the same effect. Amen. amen. You got nobody sitting next to you, bro. You got nobody sitting next to you. That's the loudest amen with your wonderful South African accent. I loved it, but you got nobody sitting next to you. That's why you loud. I love it. I'm just kidding. That was good. He Kemp got it out, man. He's like, amen. It's like, I got nobody. I'm not scared of nobody. Until she comes and sits down next to you, then you go be like, well, I don't know, he's lost. Pastor Chris, I'm going to another church. I think he's lost it, honey. Stop, gone. But can you stop the north wind from blowing? Can you grab a handful of oil? That's easier than stopping her from complaining. <laughs> so, ladies, don't complain. Just don't complain. I know he's a work in progress. Give him some grace, but you don't need to nag a little bit. That's that scripture. Where get away from the nagging wife. It's better to go on that rooftop than to be in the house with her. Listen, we, now this, listen, the Bible's not gender, but it pulled it out. And you know what he said to the men? He told the guys, he said, now listen now, you guys ain't exempt. Now it's your turn to get slapped. He said, hey, you got to go love her like Jesus loved the church. And I'm going to tell you something right here now about that. He gave up his whole life, not a little bit of his life. He gave up every ounce of it. And he didn't just give it up normal. He got crucified. So you think you gave his guys? You didn't even start giving yet. Because all the dudes are like, you know, you'll show up in my office. So I'm the man. I'm the man. You know, I'm a man. Now you better take the responsibility, man, ding dong. Because that's, that's not just you run around telling her what's up. You got to be self-sacrificing at a level that it costs you more than your life. Yeah, you do. Because let me tell you something. You got to show, I'm, a, I'm the man. Yeah, you're the man. Come on in. Let me tell you the death you're going to have to die. Not because you're a weakling, but because you're, you're a strong man in the Lord. He, Jesus gave up his life for the church. You can't go in there like, oh, I'm the man. Power tools. No. Chill out. Relax. You got you to understand, she's, a different, she's, she's from another planet, man. You don't have no idea. Trust me, you have no idea. You don't think like her. You got to go to the garden and figure her out, man. She is different. 
she's, she's a Picasso, but she's different, man. And all the guys are like, I don't understand why she doesn't do this, because you're dumb. You know, just chill. You ain't that smart, man. She's brilliant. She's ahead of you, man. You got to go slow. And I'm not saying that in a mean way, but you got to understand her. Say, why is she like that? Because God wired her. Look, bro, let me tell you something. I'm going to say this, and you guys are all going to get mad at me, but I don't really care. Because, look, I, I tell pestilence, I said, I need you more than you need me. Hands down. A man needs a woman more than a woman needs a man. That's guaranteed. God made everything and said it's not enough. everything's good except one thing. It ain't good for you to be alone because you, you can't handle it. That joker could have ran away with God and been fine. God's like, it ain't good. You're screwed this up. So it's good, it's good, it's good. You being alone, that ain't good. So we got to go get somebody for you. I'm telling you, it's true. So you got to learn this dynamic happening in the garden. We ain't got all time for that. But love is different, man. This ain't like, now you got to understand. You got to think. You got to be intentional. Men do not like to be intentional. They don't understand intentionality, man. You got to be intentional to the point. You got to be so far ahead of it, it'll blow your mind. It's like a full-time project, man. You gotta, I'm going to have a men's meeting. <laughs> It'll be good, man. You guys will love it. I'm like therapy for you. You're like, oh, that's what it is. Yes. I can help you. But just look straight ahead with the leaky faucet thing because you're about ready to get in trouble. Okay? But did you pull that in? Did you get that? Stop complaining. Now, here's, here's boy, girl. We all complain too much. We got to get grateful. Right, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I, gotta, I get to. I start getting a new mentality. I get to do this. I get to do that. Stop complaining. Complaining just what? Complaining gets me walking out of love. All right. Number three. Write this down. You gotta watch your attitude, man. Where's my attitude at? Now, attitude is not just complaining. It's a byproduct of your complaining. But guess what? Wage war against that negative attitude. Write that down. And then we're gonna go to that Second Corinthians ten. Um, we, let's just do this quick so we get there, right? Go to 2 Corinthians 10.5. You okay with this? Is this good? Because I got to let you go. I know I kept you a little bit with the pray day. Get, where's my attitude? How many of you got, all right, don't look at your neighbor. Don't go straight. How many sometimes get a jerky attitude? I have, I have, I'm pretty good about this. I, if you notice me, like a lot of you know me, I'm the same guy every day, all the time, ain't I? People have called me and said that. You're the same guy every day. I refused. I, I was at Bible school and it was bugging me. And God's like, one day he goes, what's the difference today? I said, pretty much nothing. He goes, well, the only thing that's different is how you see it. If yesterday was good and today is not good, it's the same sun, same thing, same car, same that, same life, same school thing. Say, hey, what changed? I said, nothing but my attitude. He goes, well, that's your fault. You know what the Lord told me? He said, I died to give you love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness. I gave you the fruit of the Spirit. If you don't want to use them, that's your business, but you got them. Change your attitude. No blue Mondays. Bump that. Just be happy. Be grateful. Find gratefulness. But look at this attitude. Now, watch this. We could, we could demolish every deceptive fantasy and opposition that comes against the breakthrough, every arrogant attitude. That's the enemy's tool. He tries to bring you the wrong attitude to mess your day up. It's a tool of the enemy. Rebuke negative attitudes. If it ain't a good attitude, chuck it. It ain't yours. I got news for you. Not everything you think is you. Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions, it ain't you. Stop taking ownership of stuff that ain't you. Who, how you know that's your idea? Who told you that? Man, God goes at him. Adam, where you at? I'm naked, I'm afraid. Who told you you're naked and who told you to be afraid? I never had that language before. That ain't your idea. Who told you that? Everything that shows up negative and not against you, throw it away. It ain't yours. Everything that comes with the fall, it ain't yours. Chuck it. Stop taking ownership of things in your head that ain't even yours. 
Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions aren't yours. They're not yours. They're seeds. You know, it's funny. I had a farmer come in here this morning. I, I like this guy. It's funny. I asked him the same question. He, he gave me the same answer. I like farmers. You know what I asked him? What's the key to their harvest return? I had a guy one time tell me, the depth of the seed is the key. He didn't even wait three minutes. He goes, how far I plant the seed in the ground is determining my harvest. I had a farmer one time. This guy saw he had hands like a mallet. I was like, hey, how you doing, bro? Stuck in his hand. It was like, it engulfed me. I said, what in the world is that? What do you do, dude? Break people's head? He's like, I'm a farmer. I was in Rama. I said, I got to know one thing. I got to ask you questions. He goes, what's that? I go, what's, what, is it is more seed? How do you get the return right? Because you're planting thousands of crops. How do you get the return right? What's the potential? What determines the harvest? He, he goes, the depth of the seed. If I get it right, a lot of stuff, wind, rain, all that stuff, moon stuff. He said, but it determines how far I planted in the ground determines my return. Guy said the same thing. Man, I start because I, I start thinking about money. They start talking about seed. How far do I drive it in the ground? How much of it do I drive in the ground? I'm thinking, hey, he said money in the word is like a seed. So I started thinking, well, how far do I put that word? How far you drive that word in your heart? Drive it down in there like pillars, like pound. You ever watch something say pound those pound? You can play because if you don't play, I'll be all that. Pound, pound that thing. Pound that word so hard in you, man, that foundation so you can't move. You see those buildings, they put them, they go so high up in that little small space, they go so far down to make sure they can handle it. Come on, you see it? Keep that thing right. That's your attitude too. Where's your attitude at? Cast down those imaginations, those wrong attitudes. Get rid of them. They ain't yours. Don't keep them. And last but not least, number four, write this down. Be kind. Let kindness be who you are known to be. You know what I'm saying by that? Listen to this. Mark Twain said this. I love this quote. That's why I took it. Kindness is a language that the deaf can hear and the blind can see. Man, that is so good, isn't it? Be kind. I gave my definition. Kindness is sincere. Uh, I'll give you this, then I'll give you one sentence. Kindness is sincere, voluntary use of one's time, talent, resources to better the lives of others, and just imparting your life into someone else's life. It involves choice. But here's my definition of kindness. It was one sentence. It was easy for me. It's loving people more than they deserve. That's kindness. I just started, I thought about it. It's loving people more than they deserve. That's what you do. I'm going to love people more than they deserve. That's what God did with me. He was kind. He didn't have to love us like this. He decided to love us like this. Kindness is loving somebody more than they deserve. Don't you want to be a person of kindness? You know? How many of you know some kind people? You can't think about kind people and not put a smile on your face. They're so kind. You ever been down? You ever been down? And you go to a kind person, and they're just like, yeah, no, I know. It's, it's okay, man. We'll work it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, oh, my God, you're waiting to get blasted. And like, oh, what you do now? And they're like, you know what? It's going to be okay. We'll work it out. Man, I want to be kind. Not only is it a fruit of the Spirit, boy, it sure is a great, it sure is a great attitude to have around others, isn't it? To be known to be kind. I don't know. I think that would be great. You know, you don't be like, hey, you know what? Oh, get around Oma, man. She's kind. 
come on, man, we all ain't perfect, but I want to be kinder. You know, listen to this, and I'm going to leave you alone. This is so good, right? Go out of your way to be kind. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to be smart. You know, you can't just be like, you know, I'm not, guys, never take this stuff and be like, this leaves me in a place where I get, you know, taken advantage of. That's not what I'm saying. Or you get trampled on. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, I can be kind to mean people. How many of you, watch, how many of you have been kind to mean people and they didn't even notice it, but you were still kind? Don't worry about it. Just stay kind. I'm not going to go there. I don't need to go there. I'm just going to be kind. I'm not going to let you change the person I am by your behavior. My behavior is going to be the same no matter what you do. Because I'm kind. What's this? I love this. Kind. You know, there's a story in the Bible. It's funny. You know, when Jesus, they lavishly, they lavishly blessed him. You know, and you all know the story. Jesus went to Bethany and a woman came, filled with, she had an alabaster box and she poured oil upon him. And Jesus said, it was, an, it was, it was a kind of, Jesus knew their thoughts. And he said this, it says this in, in Matthew 26, 10, just scripture reference it. You don't have to put it up there. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, why are you critical of this woman? She has done a beautiful act of kindness for me. In every, and he said this, and he said, in the whole world, we're remembering this story, and we're still talking about it today. A beautiful act of kindness. Here's my question. Think about the, the random acts of kindness that someone did to you and how it made you feel. Don't you want to be that person in somebody else's life where, man, I could be kind to you. And you know what? It's really free. Give it away. God was kind to us. Go be kind to others. So as we start walking in love, we start adding some love walking to it. Guess what you're going to tell it? You're going to tell Tina Turner. I'll tell you what. Love's got a lot to do with it. Amen? Come on. Stand up on your feet. It's true. Love's got a whole lot more to do with it than you think. Amen? It really does. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.